Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome back to another exciting episode of Vondran Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Rondren here with you. All right, we're back. We're talking in this podcast about Vero Software, part of Hexagon. Vero Software is part of Hexagon. They're the maker of SurfCam, AlphaCam, and other products. So, um, but I want to talk about a Vero demand letter, what it is, what you know, kind of what what happens, and you know, the kind of calls we get. So just to give you some insight and information, so I'm looking at a letter right now from Vero Software, and this is signed by one of their representatives, the Vero Software Fraud Protection Officer, and this is a gentleman we've dealt with many, many times, and um, you might receive a letter. We have also heard that you might receive phone calls um, from this individual who we shall not name in this podcast, but you could get letters and demands, you know, up to, you know, we've seen them, I think as high as, you know, five, $600,000. So um, it's not uncommon to see a $100,000 plus six figure demand letter. And, and pr- pretty much what the letter is normally saying, I mean, every letter can be different, but in general, the letter can be talking about infringement, willful infringement of their software. The letter can often be talking about software that is downloaded on a Legends Never Die from a software piracy group called Legends Never Die. And so, you know, one of the questions is this software group has been around a long time. And um, I don't know that, you know, one of the questions we have is whether there's any attempts to um, stop this site or get an injunction or do anything because we continue to see demand letters from Vero um, talking about this. Um, this It's the same on most of the letters we get. It's legends never die. So, um, you know, this is kind of the letter. The letter talks about it's being a notification of copyright infringement It talks about, um, I'll just read this sentence for you. For your information, copyright infringement is determined without regard to the intent or the state of mind of the infringer. Innocent infringement is infringement nonetheless. And that's true. Innocent infringement is still infringement. But there is a difference between willful infringement which from a statutory damages standpoint can bring damages of 30 to 150,000 plus attorney fees to non-willful. So there's a difference between willful which is sort of reckless disregard or intentional piracy versus non-willful, you know, not reaching that level, okay? And so innocent infringement being where you have policies and procedures controls in place and you know, not, notwithstanding that, there was still a copy brought into the corporate environment, into the workshop, whatnot. And um, but still, innocent infringement case law on that is the damages could be as low as two hundred dollars per various 
um, analogous case law that's out there in this area, the area of copyright law. So the letter is really designed to scare the heck out of you. Um, you may have received phone calls. We've heard um, some clients get really, um, you know, scared to their wits by some of the co- phone calls that are made to them. We've heard of people being um, either threatened, you know, over the phone and or by email of criminal prosecution. And I tell people, yes, there is a law on criminal copyright, but, you know, it's you wouldn't expect that to be, you know, coming just, you know, coming straight at you from a representative of, of the uh, fraud fraud department. But but we have heard and we do have emails and documents confirming that. So it's really uh, it's a situation where if you're using their software without a proper license, if you're downloading on, you know, software piracy groups off their websites, torrents, you know, they what they talk about in here that their end user license agreement, the EULA, um, which governs the uses of the SurfCam products is what I'm reading here. We reserve the right to use any technical, de- pers- let me say that again. We reserve the right to use any technical protection measures, TPM, to protect the inter- integrity and intellectual property rights of license of the licensed materials. Okay. So they're telling you they use some sort of technology protection measures to you know, try to protect against piracy. And one of that, that we see is it's what we call the phone home technology is they're actually finding out inside your corporation who's using the software due to some technology that's, that they have in the software. So um, this is what's going on. Uh, we also have questions about that. Is Are the users fully aware of the, U, the terms of the EULA? Did they agree to the terms of the EULA? And um, the software apparently gets on their computers, and they're saying the EULA governs. But the question is, you know, do they have any evidence that the EULA was actually agreed to, that this was actually the terms? Or... Um, and you know, a issue can be raised as to whether this is some sort of spyware that's spying in on corporate environments without notice or knowledge. Okay. And who knows what, who knows what's going on there. So these are the demand letters. And again, I'm not making any allegations. I'm not making any representations. This is my opinion based on the letters that I have reviewed, the emails I've reviewed, the cases we've handled, these are the types of things that we deal with here in the software piracy trenches, okay? So, um, you know, a lot of times people will ask, you know, should we just call them? Should we call them? And I say, well, you, you know, you do not have to hire a lawyer. This is not something that legally requires a lawyer. I do think it's wise to have a lawyer, especially since we offer low flat rate fees, predictable fees. You're not going to get a big bill when our case is over. And, you know, we try to make this affordable to give you intellectual property copyright counsel and have somebody on your side because they do have um, internal legal counsel as part of their staff. And it kind of makes sense that you would you would uh, just like a chessboard, you fight a queen with a queen. So at any rate, um, these are some of the issues that can arise. Sometimes we have issues of corporate sabotage. There's issues that can arise of internal whistleblowers um, versus people that are just committing acts of sabotage. Are the employers liable for what the employees do? 
those kinds of questions. And then, of course, I'll always, you know, can we negotiate a good settlement? Is there a way that we can fairly and honestly resolve this case? And a lot of times I will tell Vero, I'll say, you know, we handle all kinds of different software companies that we deal with. They're the toughest because they really, as of this recording, they really don't do much as far as, you know, wanting to settle with a privacy infringement fee, like the Business Software Alliance. They'll come in, you sort of true up with them, you audit up, we handle those BSA audits, but at the end of the day, you're paying an infringement fee, you're deleting and you're buying new software. With Vero, I have found, at least in my experience, that this is, they're much more difficult to deal with, they ask large figures, they wanna stick to these large figures, and um, not to say that they're not negotiable, not to say we haven't settled cases with them, just you know, just to be aware that dealing with them may not be as easy as you think. But um, so, you know, that's uh, one of the things. And, you know, I've talked with uh, this particular representative before. And from what I was told over the phone, you know, they are handling and I don't remember exactly, but it was sounded to me like it was hundreds, if not thousands of potential infringements each month. Okay, that was my recollection of the call. And so there's a lot of infringement going on. Um, again, I don't know why the Legends Never Die web web group, I don't know why that is, I, I don't know if any attempts have been made. I don't know the standing of the EULAs, whether or not this is proper, whether everybody's on notice of what's going on. I don't think the technology itself has ever been put under scrutiny. I did a search on the Pacer court system. I only found one case involving Vero. So um, for me, it's like I said, there's a lot of unanswered questions about dealing with this firm. Um, But like I said, if you're having problems, I do recommend that legal counsel be sought. It's important to have a software lawyer experienced in handling these types of cases And we have handled all kinds of companies from Siemens to Adobe to Microsoft, Autodesk, um, you name it. We've handled a lot of different companies, SolidWorks. So um, at any rate, that's my podcast for today. I hope it sheds a little light, but I put this out there because we get a lot of calls and this is for people that want to understand my two cents on this, um, you know, this is, you know, like I said, the, to me, this is a, a tough company to deal with, and they are part of the hexagon. So at any rate, if you have any questions, feel free to find us online at attorneysteve.com. That's attorneysteve.com. We have, as I mentioned, low predictable flat rate fees for software audits, software disputes, and other licensing issues. Okay, so that's about it. Hope this was helpful for you. Have a great night. We'll be back with more. And as I always mentioned, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We hit our goal of 10,000 subscribers. It took us a couple years to get there, but we got there. 10,000 subscribers and counting. We have a new uh, intern on staff, Life Lights, Cameron Action. And hopefully he'll be uh, bringing you some what we call daily copyright watchdog news. Okay, so that's about it. Have a great day, everybody. Hope this was helpful. This is general legal information only and not legal advice. Bye now. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 